0: Right so in 20 19 18 have a gargoyle 12 11 question gone. 10 hi uh, okay 4, i'm ready Three, two, one. The Game Central Podcast. Hello there and welcome to episode number two of the Game Central Podcast. Today we've got the usual team of myself, Rob Walker, Gareth Williams, hello, and Guy Whitlock. Hello. And today we're going to be speaking about um, news, uh, telling you about our Retro Game of the Week, and also... Um, what are we playing at the moment? So I think the biggest news story uh, so far this week has to be Nintendo's woes and what's happening. Um, Wii U down to 179.99 in Argos and Amazon with 32 gigabytes and Nintendo Land.
1: It's
0: and um, Nintendo, Nintendo's predicted profit of $322 million have since uh, revised a loss of $146 million since last week. Guy admitting that he liked Nintendo. So I think there is quite a... Um, maybe there's a link there. <laughs> as uh, to their share prices falling as soon as a uh, guy was advertising their games last well, week, Gareth. Yeah. Do you think? Uh, yeah,
2: just a point. I mean... uh... Go on. Uh, I was going to say, just a point. Um, it's not actually one hundred seventy nine ninety nine on um on Amazon anymore. They finished that deal this morning. It lasted for about eight hours. So. Amazon are such teasers. I'm, I'm checking on Argos now just to see whether it's still there.
1: But They wanted to give you a yeah, chance to redeem so, uh... it.
0: Yeah, uh, I feel
2: um, uh, no.
0: They're just going to see if you make profits slump anymore after this podcast.
2: Um, oh no, it is. It's still one hundred seventy nine ninety nine in Argos, so this is still relevant, so it's fine. Carry on.
0: So, would you recommend that as a price point, um, guy? Because to think about it, it's one hundred seventy nine ninety nine, but you're still going to have to spend forty or so pounds on a half decent game that you'd want to get anyway.
2: Well, I was lucky when I got one. I got. No, mine's mine so I got the new Super Mario Brothers Wii U pack. And there was a special offer, so I got Lego um, Marvel Super Heroes as well. So I basically got, like, two games for and the console for 250 so I got a good deal. But for £180 of Nintendo Land, that's not that bad, really, is it, for for a home console? Does Do you find that price attractive, Gareth?
1: Yeah, if I had any kind of income, I'd probably be inclined to go for it.
2: I mean, it is it is now 50% cheaper than a PS3 and yeah, more than that than the Xbox One. So I said ps 3 And you've got PS4. to look at the
0: specs and stuff that bring it in line. And I think 179 is a lot more fair, fairly priced than what it was in the beginning.
2: It'll go back up for long because they've left, they've left all the bundles and stuff the same price. But I mean, while it's cheap, it's it's worth it at that price, I think. And with, so, with Bayonetta two coming out soon, yeah,
0: and that brings me to my next point. Could we see Bayonetta two on the likes of the Xbox three hundred and sixty and the PlayStation three?
2: Nah, they've, um No. Who's the developer? Is it is it Platinum Games? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's, let's they've, remember they've, what happened with Rayman uh, Legends. I'm fairly sure Platinum Games have become a um, Nintendo's um, like second party now. Do we know oh, that for what they've developed
0: games?
2: Um, well, I'm googling it. <laughs>
0: Google, <laughs> Google first guy. Uh, just a little <laughs> tip there. Um, well,
2: there's nothing. There's. I can't. I can't. I can't I'm not going to sit here and scroll through it for ages. But I there's nothing concrete. But I'm fairly sure I heard somewhere that they they would like to be a like a second party.
0: Yeah, I think anyone would like to have them on their team. Um, so anyway, there's talks of a new Nintendo console on the way. Uh, will it come in line with the next generation of consoles?
2: No, because it doesn't exist.
1: Yeah, oh, there's Gareth? no, there's no way they're making a new console. <laughs> well, not
0: even
2: an updated kind of Wii U with higher specs. Well, I think, they're shooting themselves in the foot a little bit. I think they need yeah. the Wii U needs to get a bit off the ground before they make the sort of releasing a higher grade, like a higher spec model of it is would be really risky when they're already losing money. Well. They're rich, but when they're already making the loss, it would just be a bit. Yeah.
0: They, well, too... It would be the last chance, really, wouldn't it? Um, if they were to release another console, um, and really, I think we've got to look at the uh, market, um, and we see that the Nintendo Wii, obviously, we can't, we can't, uh, we can't ignore the success that the Wii was.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, and the way I see it is, Nintendo kind of created this new. Uh, base of fans these new casual gamers at the same time it's also kind of pushed them away as well um and that that i find is a a bit of a problem
2: i think i think marketing they got the marketing all wrong for a start because although i've never i haven't actually run into anyone that thinks this but according to everywhere on the internet loads of people seem to not know whether the wii u is just an just a special controller for the wii yeah that's it but i mean admittedly i've never met anyone that thinks that and um, That seems like a well, like you say,
0: I don't think <laughs> the run-up and the promotion was very clear either. No, that's
2: all. I mean, I think hopefully this year it'll it'll take off a bit. There's some good games, but 3D World didn't wasn't a system so anywhere near like they thought it was going to be. Yeah, and I think and they should. I think they should have taken that the release of that game as a chance to start a, a fresh push with the console. Put it, chuck it all in a bundle. 3D World, maybe. Uh, new Super Mario Brothers Wii U and the console. Yeah. Like, 260 quid or something. And just push it again and start marketing it. But I don't think I've even... I think I've seen maybe one advert for 3D World.
0: Yeah, remember we used to have Ant and Death and such, people like this, <laughs> for the Wii. You know, if there's anything that makes <laughs> you want to go out and buy a Wii, it's those two. They They're having such uh, fun. <laughs> Doesn't like- yeah, me... I, I mean, guy. The, the problem is that Nintendo are trying to sell the console to a market they think is still there.
2: <laughs> I think for for them to sell it again to the like the casual people, they need to get celebrities on it. And however much I hated their ad yeah. campaign before, I think if they need to, <laughs> they, they need to find a market for the Wii U, and they need to do it like soon. I mean, yeah. I'm mean, yeah, pretty certain there's no risk of them just quitting um giving up on the wii u and going to be like a third-party developer i think that's never gonna happen but Mm. no well i I think i think
0: the um the audience they had before the market kit they've now all moved on to the ipad and it's 69p games like candy crush uh to be honest like i mean when i enter the the staff room at work everyone's got their tablets and their phones out playing some form of 69p game and they're the kind of people that would have played the Wii when it was originally released.
2: Nah. Yeah. The thing is, they lose money on, like, sort of the faithful Nintendo fans that have been with them from the beginning because they have a virtual console and then just price everything at yeah. most ridiculous prices.
0: And really, it's the Nintendo hardcore guys that are going to be there when the Wii, U, when the Wii audience has gone. And the Wii introduced a new audience to gaming, but unfortunately it also drove them away when they realised you couldn't play Wii Sports for the next five years exclusively and you have to buy another game at some point. The Wii caused so much stress when I was working for Game Station, when I had people coming in accusing me of spoiling their son's uh, Christmas, which was quite nice. This was boxing day. The guy was very angry at the door, looking at me across the shop. I thought, I don't really want to let this guy in. He looks like he wants to kill me. He comes strolling up to the desk. Why are you, mate, you've ruined my son's Christmas. I'm like, excuse me, you've ruined my son's Christmas. I was like, okay, why? He said, it's Wii. Slammed it down on the table. (coughs) Sorry. (laughs) (sighs) He slams it down on the table and he said it doesn't work. And I said, oh, sir, I'm sorry to hear that. He went, yeah, that bloody Wii remote isn't even working. And then I said, "Uh, well, you need to sync it up. Have you read the instructions? And he said, no. And then I said, well, sir, you have to hold the uh, the red buttons down on the uh, remote and the console, um, and then it will work. But he just looked at me as if he wanted to rip my head off, and he said, do you think I'm stupid? And I said, no, not at all. Uh, so I synced up for him in the shop, and luckily he went away. But, you know, for a few months after that, uh, you'd see people coming in trading him in. Hmm. Mm. I don't
2: know, it's just, it's just tricky, isn't it? They've sort of dug themselves a bit of a hole now. I don't, yeah, no, but... I don't really understand. I don't really understand why the console it's okay. I do sort of understand why it's failing, but I mean, it's good. The controller, although it's not, it's basically a tablet. It's it's good. I don't understand the yeah. negative, negative thing with it. It's...
0: But this is the thing, guy. They have to express that
2: to their 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 potential market, which they haven't done. Well, all it all it makes me think is that sort of people that play games. The gaming community is just becoming more and more sheep like because a good example is sort of links in the Steambox, the Steam box controller. They've taken out the touchpad in the middle. Yeah. And I think they're gonna take out the uh like thumb pads as well and it's just gonna be a normal controller. I just think people they can't that's what that. people people don't like people people don't like things that are different. And the Wii U is like the most unique console on the market now. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm into gaming big time, I read about them, and still I'm not 100% sure about all of its features and stuff, or whether I would even enjoy it, you know, normally you can tell straight away whether something's for you or not, but you know, I don't feel, even as a game fan, it's been communicated to me enough, and I'm not going to ask you to do that, Guy, because I know how much (laughs) it troubles you.
2: I've actually got my Nintendo Wii U box at, at arm's reach, if you want another...
0: I don't think it actually says anything on the back, does
2: it?
1: <laughs> I don't know, I'm going to go and
0: check right now.
1: This is great. This is great radio.
0: This is absolute. Because it stops people from um, going into game shops and just reading the back of uh,
2: games and consoles, doesn't it? I can tell you categorically, <laughs> uh, it there isn't even a back of the box, really. It just says the same... Wow. Well, there you Whoa. go. It doesn't say anything about <laughs> right. it. There's lots of the pictures of Mac. Yeah. And it so, says the premium impact on it, which makes it sound important. So that's about it, unfortunately. I
0: think realistically, though, Gareth, we have to look at Nintendo moving into mobile gaming as a real viable option. Because when you look at it, that's where their market's gone. That's where Nintendo's market has gone. And say they were to release, I don't know, a version of Wii Sports on the iPad. Well wow. um, um I, that's a recognizable name.
1: It is, but I I feel like people are counting out Nintendo way too quickly. Like that company's worth multiple billions of dollars. Um and they're only re- posting a loss of what? They're only predicting a loss of like a hundred and fifty million? Like that's not that big a loss yeah, considering but, they're but worth when, like when you look at yeah. Like, I know what you're
0: saying, Gareth, but you've got to imagine if it's a downward spiral, where do they go from here to pick themselves up? Okay, they've only lost such and such so far, but where do they recoup the money? How do they start going back up rather than just losing money continually? Well, here's what I think yeah. they
1: do. I think they, they've they got a load of games in development. They've got Smash Brothers coming out this year, as you say, Bayonetta 2. They've got that new Donkey Kong coming out pretty soon. They're making games. They just need to ride this generation out. They just need to keep releasing games in, like two or three years they'll announce their next console but until then people will just keep steadily buying wii us as people like i love smash brothers i'll have to get a wii u eventually to play smash brothers like (laughs) that kind of audience it'll just keep bringing people in slowly and slowly and they they won't lose enough to go out of business for like 50 years because people will still want a new mario or a new zelda um so you're saying
0: we're gonna have a kind of gamecube scenario where they rode out that kind of generation.
1: Yeah. Basically, yeah. I th- I think this generation will be a lot shorter as well. Like the Xbox One and the PS4 won't be as around for as long as the Xbox three sixty uh, and the PS3 were. I,
2: I think the PS four and the Xbox One are gonna be around for ages, but I think I think there's gonna be another Nintendo console and then the announcements of the next one after that before the for the Xbox One and the PS4 are done. Maybe. So do we
0: think the Wii U has been a bit of a mistake? Then all in all,
2: uh, only, only just, with hindsight, I think, I think it's just classic Nintendo. They're just doing that. They don't. They do really care. They're just doing their own thing. Yeah, but you say that. Um, but
0: obviously, they you've got to, you've got to um, give them some credit that they stick to their um, beliefs and the, what they believe. You know, they're not running with the crowd or going with what everyone else says. You know, they're, they're being Nintendo and doing what Nintendo do. And if you don't like their games, then you can go somewhere else because they're going to keep um, delivering these games because they're the games that only Nintendo can make. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think, I mean, gonna, they're going to have to, before they even would think about... Oh, no, actually, saying that, I'm pretty sure I read, like, yesterday, that they Nintendo categorically said they'll never become a third-party developer.
0: Yeah, but then look at Sega. Do you remember? With a Dreamcast, yeah, it was but, it was abs- but, If I thought when I was at, in primary school that Sonic and Mario would appear in the same game, I would have had a fanboy
2: rage. But but Nintendo bathe in baths that are full of money within other baths, larger baths that are also full of money. On a mountain, wow, that's a
0: absolutely fantastic. Uh, vision. <laughs> yeah, <know>. right there.
2: <laughs> they are though. They just they're just so they're so rich. I, they, I can't seem be worried to be honest.
0: I like to think that, um, like, Miyamoto is in the top bath, um, and he's got, like, all of the money, and it kind of trickles down to all the other guys in their other studios.
2: Well, like, the thing, I just, I think Nintendo as a company, you've got Microsoft and Sony, they're taking it seriously, and Nintendo just doing Nintendo Direct every couple of months. Miyamoto, yeah. Miyamoto strolls up wearing a Mario hat, or dressed as a banana. It's just great. That's why I like Nintendo. They just... So you think they've seen this
0: generation as a kind of, well, we'll just put our feet up this generation. Uh, last generation, we were quite good. We'll, <laughs> well just not... have a laugh.
2: <laughs> when, you, when you put it like that, it does. So, uh, but no, I hope that's not what they're
0: doing. Well, you know, like I said, I, I would like to try Super Mario Land 3D and uh, games like that, and obviously Bayonetta 2. Uh, I think the golden price point for me has to be about 150 150
2: I can't see it ever going. I can see 179 becoming the standard, but I mean, it goes any lower than that, and nah, uh, I don't know. Because it'd be
0: basically just a second console for me personally.
2: Mm.
0: Um, when I wasn't playing the Xbox One.
1: Yeah, that's kind yeah, was. of the uh, the niche that we settled into as well, wasn't it? Everyone had an Xbox yeah. or a PlayStation, yeah, and also a Wii, just off to the side. Yeah, for... yeah that
0: you'd get out when the family came over or whatever.
1: Yeah. It was fine for that. It's still fine for that. That's the main problem. The Wii is still fine. You don't want yeah. a Wii U. Oh.
2: <laughs> no, I don't know.
0: Could have had a Wii HD, a slight upgrade. I think.
2: <laughs> mm, yeah, I suppose. I don't know. I like. That's the problem Nintendo have got though. They've got that. They are now just you. You buy a Nintendo console solely for Nintendo games, and that's it.
0: Yeah, and that's what it's about. And I think, like you say, if they get the likes of Platinum Games on board, yeah, I think they... that's going to attract a lot of people there. If you know that you're only going to be able to get certain games similar to the PlayStation, the original PlayStation, where you knew that Resident Evil, that was going to be the only place you could play it until, obviously, they got pulled in later on. But for a time, exclusives were big deals, You know, like the Metal Gear Solid, uh, PlayStation 1 you had crash bandicoot and stuff it's just that companies uh, can't really afford to stay exclusive to one um publisher now because there's so much money to be made and so much it costs to develop these games now yeah. but, you know this is a you know you're not going to see the likes of that much longer
2: i think i think by the end of the year or maybe next year we'll see some of the third party develop some like ea and stuff i think they'll start re re releasing carry on releasing games on the Wii U, I think Wii U just need to get some, some good first and second party titles up it's getting get there it solid.
1: I think by the end of the year yeah. when there's a Smash Brothers and a Bayonet as well as like Wonderful 101 3D World, a Mario Kart or whatever, when all of that stuff's on it then I could see next Christmas being pretty, pretty big for them but yeah. I do think all of this talk of them moving into mobile and stuff is probably just the biggest overreaction They're doing fine. They've got so much money to fall back on. And they make money off, like, Pokemon merchandise by the bucket load on its own. Yeah, they
0: do own Pokemon, don't
1: they? Yeah, so, you know, they're they're doing fine for money. It's just... (laughs) Yeah. They just aren't going to win this generation like they won the last one.
0: No, but uh, what I was going to say as well, Guy, what you were saying about um, EA and stuff bringing their games to the Wii U... um, you got to see if that's an attractive proposition for um, people like EA because it's not like on the old Wii where they could pull games across. Um, they're going to have to, if anything, downgrade the games to put them onto Wii U or develop a new sort of um, game altogether. I mean, on the Wii, we saw stuff like Tony Hawk's um, Downhill hill Ride or no. Uh You no. had that Need for Speed Nitro. These were all games that kind of came out... Um, Alongside the Xbox 360 versions,
2: <coughs> yeah. Well, to be fair, the FIFA stuff, like the FIFA games on Wii U, has he gone to go and have a coffin fit? Yeah. No, yeah, I just oh, had a coffin fit. Yeah, <laughs> Alright. <laughs> um, yeah, the games like FIFA and stuff, they just reskinned them every year. They didn't even develop for them. Mm-hmm. After no. After about, after about, I think maybe 2011. I think after that well, it was just Yeah, that's a
0: story as well because I I've got the PS Vita and I bought uh FIFA no, yeah, I bought FIFA 14 and even on the back of the pack obviously guy wasn't around to read it to me at the time so I had to do it myself. <laughs> it said kit update only. Now this was a 34.99 game. Yeah. That was exactly the same as FIFA 13. Jesus. And all it had was an update of kits and it even said that on the back. Um, so I just said to the shop person, you know, is this actually true? And he was like, Yeah, you're basically paying thirty four ninety nine for a kit upgrade. And I was like, Okay, I'll leave that. And I got Dragon's Crown. Is Which Dragon's Crown good? It is, but that's for another time. That is, yeah. I <laughs> yeah. Quickly, get a quick word. <laughs> think, yeah, we can't go. So Nintendo, what are our views? Are are you going to get one if you're not, guy? Um, are they going to survive? And do you see them going into mobile gaming, Gareth?
1: Um, I will get one eventually because Smash Brothers is coming out and that's my crack Um, don't think they'll get into online gaming and to be honest I think they'll be fine
0: yeah so with me I definitely do want to get one at some point but as I said it would be primarily as a kind of second console um, because there are some games on there that I want to play um, which would be absolutely excellent to experience because they You know, they've got such high scores, these Mario games, you know, and Zelda. And, you know, that's not a one-off. This has been constant over the last 20 years. And it takes real skill to do that. And you have to respect Nintendo. And like I say, the fact that they keep going and they keep making these games that are as Masterpieces. You know, when you've got, you're a company that can do that. I mean, look at what's happened to Sonic recently over the last few years. It's kind of turned into a bit of a laughing stock.
2: Well, it's funny, that's another... You've got a Sonic exclusive as well, it never gets mentioned, but there is a Sonic exclusive game on the Wii U. Lost World. And then Sonic, Sonic
0: and
2: stuff. Uh, Sonic Lost World is weird. It's like Mario Galaxy. It's like they've just sort of tried to copy Mario Galaxy. Yeah, but, but it, it wasn't... It, it bombed. It, yeah. it bo- critics... Yeah. I, I was really looking forward to it, and then the critics destroyed it. But, I mean, the demo's good. I've played the demo, and it's fun. It's just...
0: Yeah. You know. I mean, yeah, like I say... If you want those Nintendo games, you have to buy a Wii U. And Nintendo know that. Obviously, they know that. So they know that they get enough quality software under their belt. People are going to have no choice but to buy the Wii U to play their games. And I think that's when people are going to start really picking them up. Like you say, uh, Gareth, towards the end of this year, I think that'll be the real time where people want to play Bayonetta 2. They want to play the new Mario Kart and stuff like that. And I think Nintendo... Really need to do another marketing push for me. Um, Just explain the console a little better. Um, I don't know if it's kind of lost in translation, but, you know, they've got the Nintendo of Europe, Nintendo of America that could handle it. Mm -hmm. It just needs to be put across a lot better. I mean, when I worked in Game Station, we had um, demos going on all around the shop, literally. So, you know, it's
2: absolutely brilliant. Cough, cough, cough. We need some like yeah. ambient music for when that happens. Yeah, so
0: yeah, basically to let everyone know, I've got a thing called man flu. Uh, if you're a woman, you might not be familiar with it, but it is a disease that strikes about 98% of men. Um, yeah. It is absolutely awful. Um, women go on about childbirth periods and stuff, oh, no. but unless they experience this, they do not know what it's like to be in pain. Hmm. I'm sure you guys can back me up on that one.
2: Yep. Well, I don't want to alienate any, any female viewers by making absolutely gigantic lies. So.
0: Well, I've never I'm, actually... I'm not going to agree
2: with you. I'm going to say childbirth is probably worse, but...
0: Oh, Guy, always pandering to the women. <laughs> you know women like a bastard. They don't like people that agree with them. Yeah,
1: exactly. True. You're the only one of us who's single. You're the only one who's sticking up for women. What does that tell oh,
0: you? Don't, uh, yeah, that means <laughs> put two and two together. <laughs> there you go but you know obviously me and claire smith we've got a bit of a romance you know and i don't think she knows that but i do and that's all that matters really at the end of the day and i like facebook because you can kind of stalk people from afar which is quite nice and i don't like that app when it says oh click here to see who's been looking at your profile you know because that really does scare me. i don't want people knowing what i'm looking at
1: can i just interject here We agreed we weren't going to go that off-topic this week, so maybe maybe we want
2: (laughs) to. Nintendo. We made made it eighteen minutes completely on topic. (laughs) Two minutes here and there of bullshit will not hurt. Well, Uh, that takes us, Gareth, to our next (laughs) section, which is what we're doing every week from now on.
0: Which will be our retro game of the week.
2: Um, now I get well, some. people saying... You've you've written up you've written up your little list of contents and got us all to sit here reading it.
0: Okay. You'll find it's
2: actually a secondary news story that comes. Out.
0: secondary news story. Would you like to introduce that guy? Not really. <laughs> Excellent. I will then. So apparently, Microsoft <laughs> have been playing, paying YouTube users um, who post videos money. Uh, I think it's something like $3 for every 100 views or whatever it was. I don't know if that's highly correct. But, yeah, if you're positive about the Xbox One, which I think is an absolutely brilliant console, don't you, Gareth? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you, Guy, obviously, you think that's great?
2: Yeah.
0: Right, so I think we're looking at making about 50 pence. Uh, from our web, uh, our uh, podcast. Fingers crossed. Uh, from Microsoft, yeah. yeah. Uh, if they say positive things about the Xbox One and its games, uh, obviously this is seen as an illegal practice. But is anyone really going to take on Microsoft? Microsoft can pretty much do what they want in this world, can't they, without repercussions?
2: Mm. No, I don't think they should. I think I hope they do get in trouble over this, just because it's
1: dishonest. Well, I. It, they won't get in trouble, because this is just this is so legal, it's not even funny. <laughs> yeah,
0: basically buying people's opinions, isn't it? And then it goes on to the point of, can you trust what you hear? You know, are they telling you, oh, this game's great? When you go into GameSpot, are you going to be getting an honest review? You know, sometimes I've been seeing some games that have been getting unusually sort of higher scores, and then it makes you wonder... Because they'll be advertising the site that week. Like, you'll obviously have the logo of the game around where they'll be sponsoring the site that week. They'll be right. getting sponsorship money and then they'll get an u- unusually high score. But wow. um, there's been less of that recently. Um, the official mags are awful for it, the official magazines. Um, I don't bother reading them anymore because it was like always like at a Microsoft exclusive would get like 9 out of 10. And you'd always have to knock a few points off of the official magazines. Because they sent the, they set the score so high it wasn't rare to see a game get ten out of ten. So you'd have to kind of if you read Edge or Games TM, kind of have to take two off the score of that to kind of bring it in line with everything else. <sighs> but I think paying people to talk positively about your console.
2: I've I've is actually bad. I've actually got a quote here from the Federal Trade Commission guidelines. Okay. Yesterday. And this is where the points of the are Um I've I've literally I've scored this on the back of a box just so it fits my my little needs. Your own blood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? Um, it, basically, when there exists a connection between the endorser and the seller of the advertised product that might materially materially affect the weight or credibility of the endorsement, such connection must be fully disclosed. Disclosed, Keaven. Disclosed. So basically, I think the problem is they're basically people on YouTube that are they're advertising and promoting like it needs to be disclosed it needs to be disclosed that they've been that they're being paid extra to say nice things about it because it's it's like that would make me
0: click off the video That basically it's going to say i'm going to lie to you right now because i'm getting paid well, yeah, to that's, do
2: so. that's, it's not i mean it is that like this sort of thing like bonus money and stuff is is done normally but if you look it usually is sort of disclose that they've been given like free consoles or whatever so they can do the like boogie yeah. boogie 2988 or whatever his name is he he's got free consoles and stuff and he got visits from sony and microsoft executives and everything and he was open yeah. about it all there you go that's, when that's, you see, that's where the think.
1: that's where the sort of legal the questioning i disagree that like sony and microsoft would have done that just for pr they didn't do it because it was fulfilling a contract by showing them in person, giving him a console or whatever.
2: Yeah. No, I'm not... Well, that that was PR, but I'm saying he was... Stuff like getting free consoles and stuff, he gave his opinions and he disclosed that they were given to him, you know, for free. So it's not... I think there is... I think there is... The legal question is literally just in the fact that um, there's, like, the bonus and stuff has not been not been disclosed and it's the way it's the way that people are presenting the Xbox One on YouTube for money without yes. it's like it's basically oh, I don't know I'm not too good with legal matters if you if you google it if you literally just google Xbox One disclo- non-disclosure YouTube like right. I did it there seems is low, all you there do is, is look on Google through no- <laughs> your life and read the back of boxes
0: well it's because what did you what would you much have much- done before the age of the internet <laughs>
2: It's, You'd have just sat there crying, afraid to go outside. It's because I wanted to know what I was talking about, but it's, it's backfired horribly. If you literally Google it and it comes up with loads of articles that explain why it's legally questionable, much better than I just yeah. did.
0: Well, there you go. Don't listen to Guy. No. Listen to Google or read Google. It's up to you. the
2: message, But don't try and decipher my mad ramblings into
0: anything. There you go. I think if you play this podcast backwards, Guy makes sense. It's like one of those kind of hidden messages, kind of thing. Right, so, guys, on to our retro game of the week. We're going to be doing this every week now, uh, where we'll be talking about a retro game. Now, what we class, well, what I class as retro, because I don't want to get into any arguments over what is retro and what isn't retro, obviously the Mega Drive, the snares and there's those kind of consoles are retro. Um, and I think, obviously, we're two generations, really, away from the original Xbox and PlayStation 2 now, so I think we can start kind of classifying those kinds of games as retro as well. What do you guys think?
1: Um, well, I think for the purposes of this that's fine yeah yeah I suppose
0: yeah because retro you know when does something become retro there's a lot of different opinions there's no truthful answer there's no facts out there that guy can google when does <laughs> I, something I think you'll find retro? I have
2: actually just googled
0: the word retro just to see well, what it <laughs> retro would probably mean something that is not current or current in the last five years or so which our game of the week certainly isn't, when I tell you it's Half-Life 2. Yay. Yay. Now, Half-Life 2, we're going to talk about Half-Life 2, obviously, and what we loved about it, what we hated about it, what we disliked about it. Um, And for me, Half-Life 2 was really the first kind of first-person shooter that really drew me into the story, rather than just uh, shooting lifeless soldiers in the face um it really made me care about what was going on and the world it created what about you gareth can you just tell us a little bit about what you think um
1: well i went into half-life 2 originally having never played the original half-life um and so i didn't have any idea like what it was really going to be like i just knew it was really influential and really loved by everyone um and what i think i love most about it is just the world like the idea that this other species has taken over the world as the start of the game is insane um and then you just because the odds just feel piled against you from the start yeah and that's such a cool yeah. feeling you as you gradually start to like make some headway against them it just feels oh, yeah, like, so like
0: I was saying, yeah um at the beginning um and this this will tie into what you just said. I liked throwing the can at the head of the guard at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, you know You know when he says, pick that up. You know, I didn't want to. So me being me, because I'm so hard, I threw <laughs> it at his head. And I wasn't expecting a reaction. I just yeah. thought he would be some useless piece of AI crap that would just stand there yeah. and kind of stay in his model position. But I was pretty wrong. Like, he, he hit me with his electric bat on, which was rude. And that's when I realised the people in City Seventeen are not very nice. And if I'd have known that, I probably would have just stayed on that train and gone back home. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's why, like you say, that's when you realise, okay, I'm human. I'm just a human being. I'm very vulnerable. then I'm now in this world where I've got to do as I'm told. Yeah,
1: I think like the first half an hour of that game is just perfect. It's an absolute masterpiece. Everything about like the ambient storytelling, like. You walk into the main hall and there's that uh, giant, it's not quite a monitor, but it's like a big screen playing that guy's face just giving a speech. And the speech is like insanely well voice acted and incredibly well written. And it's not just throwing exposition in your face, but it's giving you so much information as to the nature of this world. Um, yeah, and I
0: think it's because it's not entirely directed at you either, is it? Yeah, exactly. This speech or this world. Normally, it's you, you. You're the hero. You're the guy. But you're not. You're existing in City 17, which is where everyone is ruled over. And you're just a guy. You're no one special. You know, they're not addressing you. Mm-hmm. The guy on the screen isn't addressing you. He doesn't give a crap about you. You're just a n- normal guy there. You don't stand out at all. And you're existing in this world with everyone else.
1: Yeah, and you have a sweet beard, which always gets my uh, blood flowing.
0: Yeah, but you never have to shave it, which I think is quite nice. Because yeah, that, to keep that kind of going up, you, you need to be dedicated.
1: That's his superpower, Gordon Freeman. Great beard.
0: Yeah, or mm. he just shaves it with his uh, crowbar. He he's so hard.
1: He's so fucking yeah. hard.
0: <laughs> so yeah, like I say, right in the beginning, it just it shows you that you are human and you're so vulnerable. And I don't like being told what to do in games. That's the reason I threw the can in his face. I mean, I don't know what... Let's call him Darren. Uh, and Darren, when he told me to pick it up, then I realised that I wasn't a badass. And the Coke can didn't kill him. And, you know, and Darren, you know, it really hits home just how human you are. Yeah. And you know, But I like to think that I would have come across Darren later on in the game um, and shot him in the face. Maybe he got promoted... From being on bin duty, <laughs> and uh, I came face to face with him later on. Um, I doubt he would have got so leery if I had the gravity gun and I shot a can into his face. <laughs> um, but I wouldn't be able to tell if it wasn't in, it was Darren. I wouldn't be able to tell because they all look the same, don't
1: they? Yeah, like that's another thing. Like in normal first-person shoot it was like GoldenEye, which was kind of a similar time the two games came out, really. Um, <laughs> mm. Like in Golden GoldenEye, everybody is the same. Everybody has the same model, but in this, in Half-Life Two, it kind of it makes sense and adds to the yeah, story. Yeah, they're just faceless drones. Yeah, everybody's its just a big faceless mass. I would hate to be aliens. a faceless
0: drone. You know, in films and everything, it's like you know being a minion of some sort of evil overlord. You know, you're given a uniform that it's the same as everyone else. Stormtroopers are a case in point. -hmm. And you know, I wouldn't be able to tell. Oh, there's Gareth over there. I'm just going to go and have lunch with him. Or there's Guy over there. No, like a paper name badge wouldn't do any harm. Yeah. And and it's like you know, Darren, the guy at the beginning on bin duty, he could have like, Darren. Hi, my name is Darren Bin Guardian. Yeah. Which would be quite nice. But obviously, the life of a minion can't be easy, and it can't (laughs) be very fun either because you're just the same as everyone else.
1: Yeah, uh, I think what's important to note here is, viewers may have noticed, Guy's been strangely quiet during this discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, strangely quiet. And there a good reason that is. for that. Uh, what's the reason, Guy? He
0: hasn't read the back of the box, <laughs> have you, Guy?
1: <got> <laughs> well, I
2: thought I'd let you two go on with your, your rose-tinted glasses, how you think it's a really good game. Well, I am quite acceptance of its averageness. Oh.
0: Whoa. Well, you do need the devil's advocate, and we're going to let you play that right now,
2: Guy.
1: You tell us what you think is crap. Well, I'm no
2: expert, because I, I never even got to the end. I got far too bored. Um, but I didn't play it until... When did it come out? It came out, like, 2004, didn't it? Yeah, 2004, I, I didn't, PC, I didn't,
0: 2005, Xbox.
2: I didn't play it until probably 2010.
0: Wow. What, on
2: the orange box? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I you know when it came out it was really revolutionary and I get that that's cool but by the time I got around to playing it it, it wasn't I thought it had been overtaken by other games it was just yeah it was just another first person shooter that was kind of boring
0: I suppose if you did come to it cold and not having all that nostalgia that me and Gareth had maybe because I can't look at it objectively and say you know the orange box because whenever I play Half-Life 2 so I get that feeling of when I first played it you know, and I remember just how great it was. Yeah. I mean, the head crabs—they're quite nice. I like them. And when they lay on their back when they've been shot, they look quite erotic, don't they? <laughs> and if I was Gordon Freeman on my own in Ravenholm, I would be tempted to give it a poke. I really would. Especially as Alex—you you know, Alex—she flirts with you outrageously throughout the game. Oh yeah. She was not around. She wasn't around, so you could do whatever you want. Problem is, though, Gareth, it might not be dead. It, it might bite down, and it would be obvious what i had been doing when I got back with it, wouldn't I? Oh, guys, hi. Oh, this oh, it's uh, this is a, a knob crab. Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's the same as a head crab. Oh, I don't know. I was just urinating. It kind of just bit down on me. So that's it. But on the Xbox, the original Xbox version, the loading times are awful.
1: Right, uh, I have to do a little apology. I said. I felt like Half-Life 2 and GoldenEye came out around similar times and they didn't. At all. 98,
0: GoldenEye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it 98? Yeah. Uh, and Half-Life 2004.
1: Two, two, yeah, so that's my... I'm apologising for that. But I uh, was going to
0: say that, Gareth, but I didn't want to undermine you, undermine you and make you feel upset.
1: Well, it didn't defeat my point, because even if you look at no. any game now, all the bad guys look the same, and it doesn't make any sense. Whereas it does in Half-Life 2, because it's justified in the fiction. Okay. I want every
0: guy, every enemy from now on in a new generation, uh-huh. to have a story behind them. I want it to be Dave. <laughs> you know, why does Dave work here? Why is Dave standing next to that oil barrel? Maybe Dave's come to work. You know, he's had an argument with his wife in the morning because she doesn't like his line of work. Like you said last week with Tomb Raider, that guy that stayed on the bridge. <laughs> what does he doing? He woke up in the morning and oh, I've got to go and do that again. This guy, he's coming to work, put on his drone uniform so he looks the same as everyone else. Bye, darling. Don't kiss me, Dave. Just go to work. Don't (laughs) talk to me. I know what it is you're up to, but I've got to feed the children, Marie. I don't care. What, you want to tell your children when they grow up what it is you've been doing all your life? I don't think so. Get out. Get out, Dave. I don't want to see you later. All right, then. So he goes to work. It's raining. He gets in his car. He drives off to this evil empire overlord place where he lives. He sees you coming, and he thinks, wow, this guy's badass. He goes to lift up his rifle, and then he hears Marie. You're such a letdown, Dave, 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 Dave. He sees a red barrel, he goes up to it, and he just sits next to it, and he waits (laughs) for it to explode and engulf him in flames. I want to know that that happened, because I'm fed up of shooting. Like you say, these guys that look all the same. Let's give them backstories. Every time you shoot someone... Let's let a letter come out of their pocket or a tape recording, <laughs> as we get a lot of in games, and you could just go around and pick them all off of the 20 dead bodies laying all around you and listen to them at your own convenience. Pick that up his phone
1: good. and look through his received text for the past three weeks.
0: <laughs> yeah, like Marie having a go at him. Why are you home, mate? Oh, sorry, I just had to, I uh, was just talking to the guys. Well, don't be hanging around with them, they're idiots.
1: Oh, no, we missed a doctor's yeah. appointment about his dick knee and I shot him in his knee and now I feel horrible. Yeah. Oh.
0: And then they try and get time off of work. You know, the hero last week <laughs> shot me in my knee. Well, I'm going to have to lay you off, I'm afraid. But I got shot in the knee working <laughs> for you. It doesn't matter. You're, you have to go, please, because, you know, you can't be working in here. But, you know, I think being a bad guy in the Uncharted world is probably the worst kind of job you can have because Nathan Drake... A maniac.
1: Yeah, what you're describing is kind of um, the conceit for Wreck It Ralph.
0: Yeah, where everything has a kind of
2: um, story uh, behind it. Yeah. No. Well, that's, that's one thing I would hope to see with the new consoles Really, I don't really care about better graphics. I just want more. I want like an Elder Scrolls game where everyone, every NPC, really is an individual NPC.
1: It's called Oblivion. <laughs>
2: It's not though, is it? Because they're still really scripted
1: on Oblivion. Yeah, but they're all scripted yeah, individually.
2: Uh,
0: yeah. hmm. But then people have got the same voices. Yeah. And got the Same text to read out. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, you just want one of them to say something a bit different
1: every now and then. They
2: could. They could be working on the true true Elder Scrolls game that everyone wants, and instead they're
1: making Elder Scrolls Online. Well, they're making yeah. Fallout like yeah they're not just doing nothing like they're making other games yeah, yeah they were, well, just, well, just well. So they're not
0: announced doesn't mean they're not being made but anyway on to half-life 2 you know that game we were talking about just a minute ago yep i think guy is kind of <laughs> he's got a bit a bit there by not really going into much detail as to why he liked it which yeah. is basically saying it was quite old by the time he played it which is well,
2: and I also didn't play Half Life One, so I had no. I was not invested in the you know the universe. Half Life
0: One was pretty different. Half Life Two, though, to be honest, is, it not, a is it not story? Be- yeah. I've tried going
1: back and playing Half Life One, and I can't. It's so yeah. old. It hasn't oh, aged baby. well at all. But
0: maybe that's what people think that have just played Half Life 2 as well, Gareth. You know, we look at it with our rose tinted specs. Does it hold up today? Well,
1: my specs aren't that rose tinted. I played it uh, all the way through first time when Orange Box came out. How tinted are they? If one's like
0: light tint and ten's like opaque, can't see your so, eyes tint.
1: So here's like the, the history lesson for my experience with Half Life 2 I had a PC for the first time years ago. Um and I didn't really know what to do with it because it was the first time I'd ever had a PC and I was in high school. So I went out and bought a graphics card and then I illegally downloaded Half-Life 2. And it oh wo- dear. I know. And it didn't play well on my graphics card at all. It was really stuttery. Yeah. The graphics weren't very good on it. And I still played that game for like 12 hours. But then it got yeah. to a point where I just couldn't handle A, I was a pussy and still am, so it scared me. And I also couldn't handle how bad my graphics card was uh, at playing the game. So then, when Orange Box came out, as soon as I got an Xbox, which was still, like, four or five years after the Xbox came out, as soon as I did that, I got Orange Box, and I just played Half-Life 2 for the next, like, three days. Um,
0: Yeah, and the episodes as well. It was the first time I played the episodes on the Orange Box.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So...
2: I just think... I guess I just Sorry. never really got into it I never it never the whole universe and the story didn't really I made it up to and past Ravenholm um, we I... don't go to Ravenholm guy <laughs> do we not is that not in Half-Life 2
0: no we, do, we just don't go there yeah.
2: oh what okay. now, now you've, did I'm... you go there I don't know <laughs> I'm getting I'm... it's a right. reference it's a did reference did you, you go to Ravenholm is it a reference I don't
0: know I think I did it is a reference. The level was actually called "We Don't Go to Ravenholm," yeah. but unfortunately, you have to. But it's good because it's loads of sexy
2: headcrabs around. <laughs> I think yeah. Ravenhome yeah, is probably. I definitely got there because I remember there was a bit where you could use a gravity gun to pick up, pick up, or move some robot. Yeah, that's when or... the gravity gun really
0: comes into its own because yeah. most
2: of your ammo and weapons have been taken away. Yeah, I got I got up to there and maybe a little bit past that, and then I I just I was so bored. Yeah. I I can't. I don't know. I never. I never really understood why I didn't get on with it. To be honest. Yeah. Same mm. with a uh, same sort of thing as all, most Valve games. Really. I just
1: don't seem to. I don't get the. Whoa, 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 whoa! What Valve games? Uh, left for dead. Okay, that's not really the same. Yeah. How do you feel yeah. about Portal?
2: Uh, it's all right. I'm not really a puzzle. <sighs> puzzle guy, kind of guy. You're not really uh... a puzzle.
1: It doesn't doesn't make
2: make much... I enjoyed Portal until I had to start using my brain. And then I thought, ah, oh, oh, yeah, cool. mm-hmm. I need some Mario. And then... Even the adverts, even
0: the trailers made my brain hurt. <laughs> I did get quite far in it. Yeah, but got... it was like trying to go to school again and trying to work it all out. And my brain was saying, are we not supposed to be having fun? I'm actually thinking about what I'm doing. So, yeah, that got quite... I like, um,
2: I like some of the things, but I think Portal was a bit heavy on the puzzle side i mean i sort of like puzzles where they require a little bit of thought but not enough that they're not fun anymore and i think yeah. for, for me personally being the spastic that i am i got about halfway through port that's
0: uh inappropriate and quite um, <laughs> quiet we, we don't use that word anymore sorry, right. <laughs> sorry about that ladies and gentlemen yeah. apologies
2: okay so you uh were... i'm not very bright <laughs> no yeah there you go
1: so I sort of just got about halfway through and thought, Oh, man, Portal sorry, like is amazing. Portal may be sorry, perfect, Gareth. in my opinion." Carry on. <laughs>
0: Gareth. Sorry, sorry, Gareth.
1: I, no, so, Gareth, I, just, you... I had to defend it.
0: You <sighs> have to defend Paul because you feel passionate about games. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. So, guy, you've been on the Facebook group and you've asked the question: what everyone thinks about? Uh, Half-Life and you've taken down some of the the better um, comments, <laughs> so would you just like to go
2: through? Well, when you say taken down um, what do you mean is I've actually just got it open on my screen although I haven't because I've, I've lost it Okay, brilliant <laughs> So um, well, I'll, start it. I'll find it, there it is, I've got it. it I've got so it so It's the, console it. Is the best thing it. about Half-Life 2 I've got it, uh, Dave Woods has never played it
1: Oh, no, Dave. Dave, come uh, on, Dave.
2: I'm going to take one of the only comments that backs me up, and surprise, surprise, it's from Daryl Selby, the old grumpy bastard. I've uh, got. He he basically says the same thing as me. Doesn't see what the fuss is about. Doesn't think it's that good. Trade it in. There you go. That's that. No, that's, he, he, that's he basically
0: insults my family, saying he, he, the end battle against those Walker things. Yeah. Which is very nice. Was
1: infuriating. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It um, was, but that's fine. <laughs>
0: yeah, that was just the end. Will yeah. Jones took the notes from the beginning of the game to the end, an achievement <laughs> that I looked at
2: and just thought I really can't be bothered Yeah to do Fuck that.
1: that. Fuck that shit.
2: Yeah. Jared just put portal is the best thing about Half Life Two. Oh, and dying in mean Half Life One. So he didn't really answer it but that's fine. Jared, who was meant to be joining us tonight, but unfortunately, sounds like it's probably a good he job he didn't. Didn't take it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> been, yeah. Well, um, we've got our pool in. Uh, oh, this is this is a nasty one. Worst memories being a couple of hours in, really loving it, then my console dying.
1: Oh dear.
2: That. That's, that's a, I, although it wouldn't bother me if that happened to me to Half-Life Two. That happened to me on Borderlands on my PC. I got a bit of the way into it and then my graphics card couldn't handle it anymore and I'd stopped playing it for a couple of weeks, so well, I understand that. I,
0: I had something really devastating happen to me a few days ago, uh, a few weeks ago, um, I'm oh, sorry, I'm going to cough. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to edit that out, Gareth. Alright. Right, so, I was having problems with my Xbox Live account. And I phoned them up, as you do, and, and I asked him what's going on. And he said, well, you're going to have to um, delete your profile from your Xbox and re-download it um, so you can get back into it because there's probably a corruption on your file or something. Mm-hmm. So I did what he told me. I loaded my Xbox back up, and lo and behold, all my game saves have been wiped. We're talking 170 hours of Skyrim, 100 hours of Borderlands 2, 100 hours of FIFA hundreds of hours of oblivion, and I literally, he said, is everything okay? Because they were like, from Atom or something. And I just, he was just, hello? Hello? And I'm just sitting there, just to shots. And I just put the phone down, and then I got in touch with uh, the managers and stuff. And I said, it's not on. You've got these people that are supposed to be experts. Mm. And in the end, they they gave me £50 pounds of credit, Um which I spent on Battlefield 4 for the Xbox One, which was a bit of a mistake. <laughs> um, but yeah, the less about that, the better. Oh, Sorry, enough coffin a coughing fit there for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Half-Life 2, I don't know if it's just me, or is the story very vague? Am I supposed to know what's going on? Because
2: I pretty much don't. I don't think so. From so
1: what I've, it's sort from of, what... It sort of starts in Half-Life 1. Um, in the the very start of Half-Life 1 Gordon Freeman uh, accidentally opens up a portal to this other dimension um, and then horrible things start spewing out into this scientific facility um, and then at the end of the game you basically you go into the other dimension and kill things and then you get transported off by the G-Man who's that weird guy who turns up and he's like Mr. Freeman yeah. Um and then you, like, the next time you're back on Earth is Half-Life 2, so your character gets transported back to Earth. Okay. Um, so, in Half-Life 2, everybody knows that Gordon Freeman opened this hell portal, and then eventually the Combine were able to get through it and enslave humanity. Um, but he becomes a symbol of... So the... it's all
0: Gordon's fault, anyway? Pardon? It's all Gordon's fault.
1: Well, he didn't like. He wasn't a dick. It it happened.
0: I think he's a dick. How <laughs> I, I was thinking I'm the hero and I'm saving the, the planet, but it was actually me that put the planet in, this situation in the situation first place. Well, no, they were going to I do, do this experiment anyway. anyway.
1: The thing is, they were going to do this experiment anyway. It just so happened that Gordon Freeman then went around and killed all the aliens, went into their own dimension, and fucking killed their like leader, and then just Part disappeared.
0: Yeah, just because he could.
1: Yeah, and then he just appears like whatever it is, like twenty years later, and starts freeing the world the from the combat beard. as well. You know, with the same beard. Exactly, with the best beard.
2: Yeah. To, there's not any cutscenes in Half Life. Well, there is cutscenes, but there's not any like it. Never takes you out with first person, does it?
0: That yeah. is an important that, thing as
2: well. I like that.
0: That's a, that's a cool thing. All the um, yeah. stories happening around you, and I think that's one of the first games where. I was kind of just standing in a room and everyone was just talking and I was going around the guy's office just playing with a teleportation machine. (laughs) I had a
1: cactus. (laughs) Yeah. That's like... Which is absolutely amazing. Yeah. I think that's the first game I played where I sort of experienced that. That sort of sullied Bioshock for me. Like, I got really bored with Bioshock really early on. And that was relying on the same thing of never taking you out of first person to tell the story. And I was just like... But I'm fucking bored. Like I don't care if I'm still in first person. Uh,
0: yeah, you're just doing something else, like looking out the window. And if if it was actually real life, the people that were talking would find you incredibly rude. <laughs> you're kind of trying to jump into the sofa, run along it, and then jump onto the shelf, and then kind of jump onto something else, or you're kind of spinning
1: whilst looking up in the air.
0: No one ever stops you to say, "Excuse me, what do you think you're doing,
1: mate?" Yeah, it's not just like it's not just people. It's not just being in first person the whole time, though. People would, like, turn to you and look you right in the eyes and be like, so, Gordon, I see your bag." back. And it's like, whoa, yeah. these people are fucking staring right at me. Like, everybody in the room's looking at you. You try to move around, they all just follow you around. And it's like, you'd never seen that in a game before. And it's like, holy shit. No,
0: they were actually aware of your presence.
1: Yeah, exactly. You're not just a floating yeah, then, James Bond face.
0: Was it, was it just me who used the scope to zoom in on Alex's ass? Is her age yeah, ambiguous,
1: right or is it no?
0: <laughs> no, it was just me. Oh, damn. I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> is her age ambiguous? I think she's above the age of consent. All
1: right. If there's grass on the pitch. Oh,
0: yeah. Play ball. let like not. <laughs> no, but she, she flirted outrageously. She was obviously a big fan of yours, and... You know, you do get attached to her character. I know everyone says it, but you do. Because she's not the most... She's not like your typical game woman that's yeah. got big breasts and stuff. was just an average woman. And I kind of saw her as my girlfriend because I didn't really <laughs> have any friends back then.
2: Well, that's fair enough. So I kind right. of just turn it on and walk around with her. And with that insight into Gareth's lonely, lonely moment of his life, What? What? I meant Rob. Gareth's never been murdered. Oh, not Gareth. What the hell? Oh, God, I meant Rob. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I know who I meant. Come on.
0: (laughs) Right, so now we're going to go on to what we're playing, aren't we? Uh, Uh, Are
2: we happy to Uh, wrap it up
1: there?
2: We all said uh, everything we want to say? Half-5-2, yes. So we're all agreed half-5-2 is thoroughly average, right? No.
0: what have you been playing
2: this week? Um, the small time I've had to play anything, I've been playing Bravely Default, which I've on about on the Facebook page loads, and barely anyone else has got it, so... So no one's has
0: talk
2: back with you? No, it's not. It's, I just sometimes I just look in the mirror and talk to myself about it.
0: And not just about Bravely Default, you talk about,
2: you say to the fact, do you find me attractive? <laughs>
0: um... <laughs> I've been here for a while. What what sort of music are you into?
2: I do um, have those exact conversations. Um, just having a drink. No, but but yeah, I've just been playing Brave Before Really, which is the best, the best 3DS, old school, old school, three, yeah, old school 3DS RPG um, in years. And just because I've got the box in right here. Here we go. Oh my Sorry. goodness. <laughs> A new paradigm in the RPG genre. And explore the dark world of... Us. Can you read, Guy? Can you read? <laughs> I can read, but I don't want to pronounce it wrong. Uh, uh, okay. It's Lux and Dark, that's how it's spelt. But uh, it, saying that, it sounds like there should be some fancy intonation on the end of it, or it shouldn't just be... You know, you know what it's like with RPGs. It's not, it's not I think it that, the, that, the back back, never so so, it's the, that's the last time I'm ever going to read something off the back of a box. You should prove
0: read boxes before they're given out.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree. Well, no, I know what the word is. I just don't want to mispronounce it. I look like a bit of an idiot. Well, okay. Oh, look, it doesn't really matter anyway. That's a moot point, isn't it? But it is, yeah. Sorry, that does, that's you know, irrelevant. But it's good. It's just a really old school RPG. And I'm okay. you know, going go on about it for because none of you will know what I'm talking about. so. That's fine. Well, it doesn't matter. There's people out there that probably think,
0: you know what? I don't know whether to get Bravely Default. I've got no access to internet, and the only thing I'm allowed to go on the internet is YouTube, and I'm only allowed to go on one channel, which is Game uh, Central List. Wow, someone started to talk about Bravely Default. Oh, he stopped. <laughs> You've got to remember this. There's even one person out there that. Is interested in what you have to say, by,
2: You you owe it to that person. <laughs> well, it's, it's sort of it's sort of a fun, it's just a Final Fantasy game, but without the name. It sort of comes somewhere somewhere in between the old school old school games up to six, and but sort of it's not quite on the level of seven story wise. So if you've got an
0: urge to go back to the old school style sort of, um, RPGs, I
2: mean um, there's a lot of, of customization and it's the script is brilliant, there's loads of voice acting, which for a 3DS RPG makes a change. It's pretty much yeah. all scripted, apart from optional conversations, which are, which make for some nice exposition. If you like lots of exposition.
0: Well, there you go. okay then, Gareth, what have you been playing this week?
1: Well, I have had an insanely busy week of playing games. Okay, so I'll start. I'll start like chronologically. Uh, let's see. A friend came over uh, end of last no, week. I've not heard of that. Is it good? we <laughs> Xbox? We did play Xbox. So there you go. There you go. No, uh, um, he came over and we played uh, the last few bits of DLC for Borderlands Two. Oh, what? What was that? Who? That was a, that was a good. I think he really?
2: just ejaculated. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like,
1: okay. Carry on. Like, I he you know. I just wanted to be sure. Um, and then we yeah. played some Resi 5 for fun, because we love playing Resident Evil 5. And we then we played some Insect Armageddon in honour of uh, the next Defence Force coming out next wow, month.
0: Wow, so you actually play that? Yeah. I don't know too many people that actually do enjoy that. I enjoy it. I've got the one on a PlayStation 2, the Global Defence Force.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's um, a good game.
0: I was a big fan of that. And then I've got After Defence Force 2017, was it, on the... Yeah, yeah. Xbox 360. I mean, that's only like three years away now. 2017. I hope that doesn't actually happen.
1: (laughs) Me too. But no, like. But yeah,
0: so basically, for anyone that doesn't know, um, it's kind of like Dynasty Warriors, but with guns and insects. Well, that sounds
1: awesome. Yeah, kind of. It's like, if you imagine um, you're just one guy. Uh, I can imagine that easy with a, <laughs> with say a rocket launcher in a city right, and Probably then giant it. ants start appearing from the ground and coming at you, and you're blowing them up with rockets and their bodies are flying all over the place then let's say maybe a rocket accidentally hits a building and the building just falls down, <laughs> down. one rocket is enough to blow up any building in the world in this universe then that's yeah, pretty much what you're playing
0: yourself, that sounds it?
1: amazing. I might have to Google it once it's, the incredible. it's kind of... It's kind of shit, but amazing. Kind of. Yeah,
0: it's kind of like it knows it's crap. It's not trying to dazzle you with special effects and stuff. Yeah, it knows what it does, but what it, it does is fun.
1: It's the game equivalent of a B-movie, you know. Yeah. It's kind of so mm-hmm. bad it's good, but it's also just good. It's really hard yeah. to put into a niche. But then they made a sequel called Insect Armageddon, which is kind of shit. It was made by a yeah. a different developer. Like, the original games were made by a Japanese developer. Insect Armageddon yeah, is made a by very, a Western it, developer. And yeah. it's just... It's not got the magic. Uh, but 2025, which comes out next month, and is a sequel to the Xbox game me and Rob were just talking about, uh, looks amazing. Well, so, I,
0: say, I say it looked it wasn't too great looking, but in 2017... That, uh those robots coming at you from the distance was well, quite impressive, like the scale of it. Yeah, I mean, the graphics, coming over graphic
1: the graphics are really basic. but well, that's because they need to fit 18 robots that are the size of three skyscrapers stacked on top of each other on the screen at the same time. Yeah. And, oh man, every really explosion. Is so
0: like, siege.
1: Every single one of those robots, when you kill it, the explosion will fill the entire, like, horizon with explosion. And it's just, yeah. it's incredible to play. Earth Defense Force yeah. 2017. Buy it now. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you have an Xbox. Just buy it in case it you one on day Xbox? get an Xbox. Yeah. But oh, 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 no, it's yeah. out on uh, Vita as well. They brought it out on Vita oh, in Japan.
0: Well, help, well, yeah, all the on Vita, maybe. So 2025,
2: 2025 is coming out on PS3, so I'll get that when it comes out. If that's
1: any consolation you should You're probably, uh, oh, I, it constant, it, <laughs> you probably won't I don't know oh, how sorry. you'll find it but it'll be interesting to hear what you think if you do get it uh, what else was I saying oh yeah um, so then my friend left and then I finished my PC as well in that same few days you finished it yep my PC my new PC is all built it's all ready I'm looking at it right now it's beautiful and
0: how do you it inside Pardon. When you look at it, how do you feel?
1: Um, I mean, we want to keep this like a a show that's safe for children, right? So yeah. Okay. Uh, I feel very happy, like a Tubby's stomach. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Is that, <laughs> all right? that is very happy. Okay. So. <laughs> that, like, that's that happy enough. So on like the eighteen plus edit, I'll recut. Oh, it. sorry,
0: sorry, sorry. Why did the telly tubbies used to show their, that movie twice? <laughs> that was just a waste of time. Because basically what they did, I don't know if you've ever watched it, but they used to play videos like some kids doing painting and stuff. Sure. And then the second time they'd do, go, again, again. And they'd show it again. But it'd be like an edited shorter version of the movie that, uh, of the film they'd just shown before. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a con towards children. It's basically... Telling them the same thing twice just to extend the longevity of the episode without putting much effort
2: into it. I feel like of all the tangents that have ever happened, this is the uh... I'm sorry,
0: guy. I just I just think that, you, you need know, to you to get weighed in they have ten minutes of content stretched over twenty minutes. Like, yeah, uh,
2: but it's not it's not the kids being conned, It's the parents that paid the T V licence. They're 10, paying 10, to have 10, their uh, kids patronized by four animals with shit yeah. and TVs on their stomachs. Are they animals? Yeah. <laughs> well, they're not people, I was going to by... I was going to say, uh, uh, aliens. Are they aliens? Is it ever specified what... Yes, it's been
0: specified. Well, if they're aliens, they, they should also they have, should... have a jaw inside their mouth that springs out. <laughs> they should
2: be a tele- be alien back. horror film. They so have televisions
1: in their tubbies, like, of course they're aliens. Oh wait a minute! That's not
2: why they called the it? Of course it, it is.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, why have I never noticed that? Did I what blow was your the mind? Animals. <laughs> oh. Uh, with a why telly in its
0: my childhood.
1: <laughs> How did we get onto the telly? Oh yeah yeah. So there. <laughs> so my PC. I'm just gonna take over again. So my PC. I finished it, and then the first thing I did. Uh, was oh no. Oh. Oh, hello? Hello? You're like, were you just trying to put the PC monitor into your stomach? No, no, <laughs> I don't know what happened. My neck cut out for like a second, and then it came back. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Uh, why were well, we right, talking so
0: about Toyota
1: What bus? have you been doing with your PC? Oh, yeah, so, right, I finished building my PC, and the first thing I did uh, when I finished it was I downloaded Just Cause 2, and then I downloaded the multiplayer mod, and then I played about... Yeah. Five hours of Just Cause Two with
0: players,
1: and it's it's incredible.
0: Yeah,
1: it's so good. Ah, oh. I mean, I've played Just Cause Two on uh, my Xbox loads. Yeah, but so that. I it. on a server with a thousand players, it's it it's it, incredible. It's like a uh, completely different. Game.
0: What marks it from like Grand Theft Auto Five Online?
1: Yeah, it's except you have a grappling hook and a parachute, and you can jump on top of any vehicle and yeah. shoot people in the face from on top of it. And oh, it's so good. I don't know. It was worth building my that PC really, for. More
0: passion coming from you, there
1: It. I don't regret spending four hundred pounds building a PC just because I can now play just cause two with multiplayer. That's how good it is
0: wow
1: yeah so that's
0: that's oh. a that's a ringing endorsement so everyone out there get building the pc yep. and download just Cause Two. you won't regret
1: it exactly unless you're a wow. bad person or don't enjoy fun
0: there you go um so myself um yeah i wasn't done
1: I just done? fine just stop
0: oh sorry stop. gareth sorry <laughs> just that you know you said your pc has just been completed so I thought that, like, literally in the last few hours, and this has come up right to date, bang up to date with your game plan. I was under
2: the impression you were still talking about just the first day of the week. <laughs> okay, so that was Wednesday. Now Tuesday, Gareth.
1: Well, no,
0: <laughs>
1: so I've also been playing, I told you I've played a lot this past week. This is how it's done, yeah. Guy. This is how you play games.
2: Okay, one second. Let me just go, get fired, lose my home, and then I'll just sit on the street with my 3DS. Yeah. Yes, Lordy, always got it at
1: last. <laughs> so this week <laughs> I played Saints Row Four. I feel sorry for you. Why?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I just heard it wasn't very good. It's really good. Saints Row good.
0: Four is an entirely different game to the others, though, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's more. Because it
0: works cracked Crackdown more than it would Saints. So if you told me that it was a sequel to Crackdown, I would have believed you. Yeah. You know, it's got that kind of superhuman powers, picking up cars, running really fast, jumping up buildings, collecting orbs. Yeah. It was basically a sequel that we never had. Crackdown.
1: Well, except we had Crackdown 2. But we don't think about Crackdown 2. It's a we don't sequel think... that
0: we never had to Crackdown 2.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Even like animations, like the jumping animation is very similar to Crackdown's jumping animation. It's like a yeah. Crackdown parody, but that's better than Crackdown.
0: Yeah. And um,
1: what about the dubstep gun? The, I found the dubstep gun to be a huge letdown. But oh, it, oh, that's You've got to upgrade it, mate. Well, it's fine, because there's like 15 other guns that are just as mental that you can upgrade. Yeah. So, yeah. The way I've mainly gone is uh, with dual-wielding handguns whose bullets explode. So... Yeah, that's fine. And are
0: you are you a kind of Matrix looking guy with a long trench coat and sunglasses, or are you the more comedy side of things?
1: I've just made my guy look exactly like me. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> Says a lot about me, <laughs> I imagine. So you've gone
0: for the comedy,
1: like oh. comedy
0: with your lovely beard, and
1: hair. Yep, long hair, beard, black T-shirt. That's pretty much all I ever wear. Not that anyone asked.
0: There
1: no, we go. <laughs> so, no, that's Saints Row 4. I've long
0: hair and a beard, if yeah. anyone wants to know.
1: Exactly. So, Saints Row 4, Just Cause right. 2, Multiplayer, Insect Armageddon, Borderlands 2, and Resident Evil 5, and I played all those this week. Beat that, Rob. Yeah. That's
0: very good. <laughs> I'll beat it with my beating stick. So, anyway... Uh, this week I've been mostly playing um, Dead Rising 3. Cool uh, like that. Background. Dead Rising 3 is a great technical achievement. Um, it's not going to blow you away graphically, but um, it will give you something that you haven't experienced on this current, uh, the current, well, the previous generation of consoles. In the, the amount of zombies on screen at once is truly terrifying. And if you don't like Half-Life 2 and stuff like that, Gareth, for the scares then having like, literally hundreds of zombies running at you and shambling towards you yeah. is going to give you a bit of squeaky bum time. <laughs> um, but it's enjoyable squeaky bum time. Um, the main character's really good. You can level up. You can spend points on different attributes, such as being able to beat the zombies easily with your fists. Uh, you can combine weapons on the go now.
1: Yeah, I saw that. That looks awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you don't have to go to a bench uh, like old Chuck in Dead Horizon 2, you can just make them on the fly, yeah. and you can also make um, vehicles as well, and maps are just big enough, um, they're not too big, they're mm-hmm. not too small, um, it's totally great, you know, Up one to do all the side missions and stuff, but they're so fun, it's like, kill 100 zombies using your bare fists, kill 100 zombies using nothing but a machine gun, Yeah, and, it's so fun whenever you turn it on there's no time to get bored and you know I think out of all of the launch games it's definitely my favourite I've also been playing Forza uh, is it Forza 5 now yeah
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, that I got off my friend whilst it looks great I crashed into a boarding and you can see the people behind and they're still like cardboard cutouts (laughs) and things like that just staring at you and uh, it's quite unsettling (laughs) <laughs> um, but Braffoli looks brilliant and I've always had a problem with Forza in that I like the idea of Forza, I really do I like the cars, I like the handling but when you've completed, like the first 20 or so races and then you start getting into the kind of 5 lap races mm-hmm. it becomes very hard for me to keep my concentration yeah. and uh, and carry on because you race, you're in races that reach up to 20 minutes long and Unlike Dead Rising 3, I didn't feel that it was really offering me anything that I couldn't get on one of the Xbox, I already had the Xbox 360. Yeah. Um, obviously playing FIFA still, loving FIFA. Um, Battlefield 4, mm-hmm. I played on the Xbox One. Um, the single player is okay, but it seems like it's just there to sort of add on to the multiplayer, which is the real meat of the game. Yeah. And the reason why I regret it downloaded it is because I can't trade it in so (laughs) I've done the missions I've done the campaign um I wish I would have kind of downloaded Dead Rising 3 and bought Battlefield 4 because I went online today and I don't know I think it's as you get older and you haven't got enough time you're seeing all the things that you can get only if you invest the time in it Uh and I was speaking about it a bit last week um in that you know, I'm looking at all the attachments everyone else has got, and I'm looking at how many XP I will need to get before I get my next unlock. Yeah. And you know, I'm holding my own. I'm shooting and uh, getting a few kills, but at the same time, I'm seeing everyone else they've got been playing it so much longer than me, and you know, it gives them that advantage. And I think as you get older, your reactions start slowing down as well. And um, I think in online gaming now, especially. If you haven't got the time to invest in a game, you're punished. And, you know, it's not your fault if you can't spend that five hours a day playing it. You know, mm-hmm. if you've got um, other things to be doing. Um, but you do feel like you're kind of put on the back foot. And you're always on the back foot. And no matter what you do or how good you've become, um, in the limited time you have to play it, you're always kind of chasing your tail and having to make do with what you've got. Yes. <clears throat> and I think that's the main problem I had with it um, and I, I enjoyed it online but at the same time I felt I was at a disadvantage and you know you never like to feel in anything you play that you're at disadvantage or it's unfair because you invest the same amount of hours as everyone else can and you know that was the main problem for me but yeah that's what I've been playing so far this week I'm really waiting for the next batch of Xbox One games to come out because obviously quite limited as to what we can get at the moment but yeah so that's what I've been playing mainly
1: I'm pretty jealous that you get to play Dead Rising 3 of all the launch games for both consoles that's the one to me that look like I want to play that right now
0: yeah and I mean that's like probably the only game that will make you feel like you're playing the next generation console on the Xbox One yeah Um, because I know some people might not agree but then that's their opinion but it's it's what the game does that you've never seen before. You know, when I first played it, it's what I bought an Xbox 360, uh, Xbox One for. I was originally going to get the PlayStation 4, mm-hmm. but then they cancelled Watchdog, Watchdogs. So I thought I'd just leave it for now. Then I went round my friend's house, who works for Game, who got it both consoles free. Jeez. He didn't steal them. <laughs> um, he's a manager there. All the managers got free Xbox Ones and PlayStation 4s. Um, but yeah. So basically, I put on Dead Rising Three. Initially, I wasn't too blown away by it. You know, the textures—they're nice, but like I say, nothing that's out of the ordinary. Not it's only when you step outside. No, no, it's, it's it's not. But as soon as you step outside, and you see the amount of zombies in front of you that you've got to kind of navigate through, that's when you think, fuck you know, this is the next generation of gaming yes. and, you know, you can hit them and they cut in the right spots where you hit them and you axe them and it still keeps that just amount of comedy Yeah, make like it traditional Dead Rising. It's got quite a serious tone to it this time, but, yeah, it's really good and I, I really do enjoy it and, you know, for me, it's kind of like a high eight, nine out of ten uh, game, but it just makes me think what can be achieved a few years down the line. You know, we'll probably look back at these games in a few years and laugh and think oh, did we really find that amazing um, but yeah, it, I'm, I've am been really impressed with it
1: Yeah, you've got the two games that um, sort of promote scale because you've got uh, Dead Rising 3 with like a million zombies on screen and then you've got Battlefield 4 where the multiplayer is 64 players over a huge yeah. Battlefield definitely things yeah. that you can only do on these new consoles
0: yeah but I think uh, online gaming is just it's passing me by now I feel yeah. I'm getting too old my reaction times going and you know it's just I save time for hopefully that will bring me up to bring online gaming back for me cool wow right, so I'd probably say that that's it for this week's uh, podcast it's been nearly an hour and a half now oh jeez um,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah time goes when you're talking games it does but yeah we'll see you uh, all next week and hopefully we'll have Jared, if not, maybe someone else uh, and we'll see you all next week
1: see ya, bye -bye. bye